gentlemen of the congregation, welcome to another episode of the Motorsport Ministry. This is episode number 101. If you guys missed our 100th episode of this podcast, you can go back and look at our previous episode. We bring on a couple of guests, some familiar faces, and we talk about our championship you know, predictions for you know, last weekend's race, which I got one out of three champions correct. That being arguably the most important one, the Cups of Champion, Joey Logano, won it relatively comfortably. No one really had a shot, especially after Ross Chastain took out Chase Elliott, but we'll get to all that later in today's episode. Today, though, we're going to be talking about Ty Gibbs winning his championship, Joey Logano winning his second. We'll be giving our race weekend rankings and then wrapping it up with our verse of the week. So with all that being said, let's begin. Alright, so sometimes the villain needs to win in a story. I mean, the hero winning all the time, I mean, let's be honest, folks, it can get kind of stale. Let me ask you a question. Out of all the movies that have been out, in terms of, you know, superhero movies that have been out really for the past, let's put five, six years out, what do you think has been the best? A lot of you will probably say Avengers Infinity War. Why? Because the villain ended up winning the story, and so you're like, okay, how are our heroes going to respond? So sometimes you do need the villain to win in the story. And, I mean, let's be honest here, folks. In the Xfinity series, this year's Final Four really had too many heroes, in my opinion. You don't believe me? Let me just put them out. I mean, you know, not even talk about the fact that three out of the four Final Four raced for the most popular driver in NASCAR history. That should be the dead giveaway. But looking at all three of them individually, Noah Gregson, arguably the most deserving driver out of all three of them. You got Justin Allgaier. He's been here multiple times. Can he finally get the job done? The answer was no. And then you got Josh Berry, who probably would have been the most feel-good story at the time. I'll get to that later on. But none of them, in my opinion, would generate the storylines that Ty Gibbs winning the championship generated. Maybe Noah Gregson, but, I mean, in my opinion, just look at the responses on social media from, you know, Ty Gibbs winning that championship. Now I'm going to ask you guys another question. Who is the most popular driver in NASCAR? You know, besides Chase Elliott. He's clear-cut the most popular driver. But who is one of the most popular drivers in the sport? Kyle Busch. And while Kyle Busch is arguably the most popular polarizing driver in the sport Kyle Busch is still good for the sport of NASCAR that polarizing figure because listen folks we have 39 clean cut drivers in the field you even have some guys who used to be one of the polarizing figures become one of the clean cut figures so to have even one driver that basically defies the norm He's always good for the sport because Bush is basically a breath of fresh air. How many times have we complained that these drivers are cookie cutter? And then we got Kyle Bush. Yeah, he's polarizing. He does things that we may not particularly like, but that's what makes him so fascinating. And Ty Gibbs, he really is the perfect replacement for Kyle Bush. He's talented, he's polarizing, and most importantly, he's the villain. I mean, folks. Name me another driver in any discipline of NASCAR that is 
more similar to Kyle Busch than Ty Gibbs. I guarantee you, Joe Gibbs, he basically saw a younger Kyle Busch in really every asset when, you know, he eventually decided to put his grandson into what is going to eventually be the 18 car. Because let's be honest here, he's going to the 18 car. But like I said, he's the perfect replacement for Kyle Busch. And like I said, Ty Gibbs winning the Xfinity title, it got people talking. I mean, look, regardless on whose side you're on, whether you're on Ty's side or whether you're on you're against Ty, I mean, it got you talking, did it not? You cannot tell me that Ty Gibbs winning the Xfinity Series Championship did not get you talking. And, folks, it's not like Ty basically won it, you know, with relative ease. I mean, yeah, he dominated the race. He was clear-cut in the way, the best driver and best car throughout that entire portion of the Phoenix race. But, I mean, I always talk about it, the mental side of being a race car driver. It's a thing that a lot of us take up, take for granted. We don't really think about the mental side, the confidence, what drivers might be thinking before we strap it to the cockpit and even as they're inside the race car. Because Ty Gibbs had the world against him. I mean, he wrecked his teammate, he's perceived as a spoiled rich kid, and he's going up against three JRM cars, three of the most popular drivers in the sport. And one of those said drivers came out and basically said, I hate you, I want to take you down. So, Ty had that going against him. He had the world against him. His competitors didn't like him. He's perceived as a spoiled rich kid. And to be fair, Ty really earned all that. I'm not saying that Ty should be perceived as, you know, everyone is out to get him. Because he fully earned all that. I mean, when you wreck your teammate for the win at Martinsville, and the fast that he did, and he basically came off as that he didn't even care... You deserve to get the ridicule that you got. But Ty had the world against him. And, folks, he smacked them. He said, okay, you're gonna, you want to wreck me? You're not going to be able to wreck me if you can't catch me. And, listen, he sat on the pole, and he dominated that race. Like, I don't think we understand how dominant Ty Gibbs was during that race. I mean, just let me read off the stats. He started on pole, he won the race, obviously, and he led 125 of 200 laps. The next closest was Noah Gregson, who led 35. And even if we look at the stages, he swept the stages. This was Ty Gibbs' race to lose. Nobody could catch him. And... It's not like he just had clean air and then once he got into lap traffic, he struggled. No. When he was back in traffic, I mean, Allgaier couldn't hold him off. Gregson couldn't hold him off. No one could hold off Ty Gibbs. He was clear-cut the most deserving driver that day. And, you know, to go on another end, hindsight being 2020, it's good he won the championship. Because, you know... Obviously, the next day, his father, Coy Gibbs, passed away. And, look, I lost my father 
nearly three years ago. This month, at the end of the month, it'll be three years since I lost my dad. And I can tell you this, it for someone so young, I mean, I lost my father at 18, Ty is 20, and I'm 21 now. So, Ty losing his dad, really anybody losing any parent, father or mother, but for obviously for a son, to lose that father figure, or just, you know, that, you know, as Aaron Jones put in the Dale Jr. download, the man above the law, or the law above the law, that is not easy to get over. And, look, I've watched Ty really since the ARCA days. You know, he's really the first driver that I can say that I've watched from his beginnings to the rise, to his rise. And I'm not going to say I'm a Ty Gibbs fan, but he is someone I've always paid attention to. And like I've said, losing your father is something that you can never prepare for. And really, you know, I hope he's able to at least move on from it and look to the future. And it makes it a little bit more, I guess you could say, easy. Because it's never easy. I mean, even to this day, I'm still going through his death. But to this day, you know... You can at least say, if you're Ty Gibbs, that your father passed away celebrating knowing that you're a champion. So at least his father's last few moments were, you know, were at least of good. So hindsight 2020, like I said, it's good that he won the title. Which is, fun, which is kind of ironic, because going into the weekend, we were saying that anyone but Ty Gibbs, and now coming out of it, we're saying that we're happy that Ty Gibbs won the championship. But, <clears throat> going off of that, like I said, sometimes you need the villain to win. I mean, let's be honest. If Josh Berry would have won the title, would it have been that exciting? Not really. Justin Allgaier would have won the title. We probably would have said, about time, it took you long enough. If Noah Gregson won the title, yeah, the celebrations would have been exciting. But other than that, I mean, would we have really been talking about it for, you know, for weeks and months to come? No. But Ty Gibbs winning it, people are still talking about it. You know, in the sense of he didn't deserve it or he's this talented. However, so sometimes you need the villain to win. And this time the villain came out as the winner. But that's not always a bad thing. And... It's going to propel Ty Gibbs to an interesting level when he gets the cup. Yeah, he may be perceived as a spoiled rich kid. But the guy can drive a race car. You can't deny that. So, he's going to get a lot of people talking. Once he gets the cup, you know, he's the next Kyle Busch. Someone that you you hate or you love, but you can't deny he's one hell of a wheelman. Alright, so now I want to ask you guys a question. Give me your top 20 drivers of all time. Now, your top 10 might be relatively easy. You know, you're going to have Jimmy Johnson up there, Dale Sr., Richard Petty, Jeff Gordon. And then towards the bottom, you know, Daryl Waltrip, Kale Yarbrough, Bobby Allison, Kyle Busch. The top 10 is relatively easy, in my opinion. But that bottom, that other half of the 20s, especially that 15th to 20th position... That's where it gets difficult, in my opinion. You know, would you have Denny Hamlin on there? Bill Elliott, Terry Labonte. You got a lot of good drivers that can be put in that, you know, 
11th to 20th spot. Now I'm going to ask you guys another question. Would you put Joey Logano in the top 20 in terms of drivers all time? Me, personally? I would. I mean, just let me read the stat lines for Joey Logano, and then you try telling me why he shouldn't be in the top 10, or at least in the top 20. Two championships coming in 2018 and this year in 2022. 31 wins, tied for 27th on the all-time wins list. He is, he's only had two winless seasons in his entire career. And he's had no winless seasons since 2011. So he's gone over 10 plus years without having a winless year. You'd have to look at guys like Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, who we consider all-time greats. And he's matching that. He's also tied for the most Final Four appearances in NASCAR history with five, coming in 14, 16, 18, 20, 22. And he's tied with winning the most championships under this format with two. The other one being Kyle Busch, obviously, 15 and 19. And I know some people might say, oh, Final Four appearances, it shouldn't mean that much. But Eric Eastep, you know, from out of the groove, he really kind of put into light it's because with how chaotic the this format is it really is a testament to being able to just consistently be up there into at least year in and year out say I can have a shot to win the championship so to be able to make the final four five times when this format has been around since for I believe this was the ninth year to make it five out of nine is really impressive again with this format that just changes you know, nearly every year in terms of drivers. But all the stats I mentioned, in my opinion, that's top 20 worthy. Would you not agree that's top 20 worthy? And let's be honest here, folks. I was talking with my buddy in Asker Opinion, you know, last night. And I was talking with him saying, would you, we were talking about, would we put Joey Legato in the top 20? And I said I would. And we were saying, name 20 drivers that are better than him. So that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to do it in terms of active drivers and then all-time drivers. So we'll start off with the active drivers. We'll talk about really the champions, because those are the ones you can really compare Logano to. And, of course, we'll include Denny Hamlin on this list. Would you say Kyle Busch is better than Joey Logano? I think he is. He's got the same amount of championships, but Kyle Busch has way more wins. Kevin Harvick? While Logano has more titles than Harvick, I think we can all agree Harvick is better than Joey Logano at the moment. He does have twice as many wins as Logano. Martrux Jr., I'd say Logano was better. They're tied in wins, but Logano does have more championships, and Logano has been better more consistently throughout his career. I mean, Truex, he really only started coming out to the scene for the past five to seven years. Meanwhile, Logano's been doing it really ever since he stepped foot in the Cup Series. Denny Hamlin, this one is tricky. I think this is 50-50, honestly. Because I think Denny Hamlin will go down as arguably one of the most underrated drivers in NASCAR history. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a championship. He sells three Daytona 500s, and he's always in contention for championship, you know, for a championship. Only one winless season as well in his career that coming in 2018. So, I mean, Hamlin and Logano, I personally think they're very compatible. Maybe you give the edge slightly to Logano because, I mean, two championships to none. You have to take that into account. Kyle Larson, 
I say Joey is better. More wins, more championships. That one is easy. Same thing for Chase Elliott. More wins, more championships. Brad Kozlowski, if this was maybe three to four years ago, I'd say they're on equal footing. Now, I'd say Joey Logano. I mean, Brad has been declining a little bit for the past year or two, especially now that he's with RFK. Meanwhile, Joey has really only been getting better, and now, obviously, he does have more championships than Brad, though I do think Brad does have more wins than Joey. I think Brad's, I think, at 36. Meanwhile, Logano's only at 31. But what about all-time drivers? I'm going to give you a couple names in mind. Terry Labonte. I'd say Logano, even before he won his championship, is better than Terry. Yeah, Terry has two titles, but he only has about 20-something wins. I think he only has 21 or 22. Guys like Dale Jr. have more wins than him. I think even Jeff Burton has more wins than Terry, if not the same. Bill Elliott, it's 50-50, but I would give the slightest edge to Bill. He won a lot more races, and he actually had a dominant period where Bill Elliott was clear-cut the best driver. And I'll mention that with Joey Logano later on. I'd say Logano was better than the likes of Mark Martin and Matt Kenseth, Though Kenseth is close, Logano's only, I believe, what, eight wins behind Kenseth, and he already has more championships. While Kenseth does have an extra 500, Logano's only one behind. Dale Jarrett? I'm of the opinion that Logano is better than Jarrett. He has about the same amount of wins, he has more championships. While Jarrett does have more 500 and crown jewel wins, you know, I'm going to give it to Logano, because again, I personally weigh championships more than Daytona 500. And what about Rusty Wallace? This one is also 50-50, because Logano does have that extra championship. But Rusty has nearly 20 more wins than Logano. I'm going to give the slight edge to Rusty, though I do think it could be 50-50. And I mentioned it with Terry Labonte, where, or excuse me, I mentioned it with a guy like, where Bill Elliott, I said, was, there was a period where he was clear-cutting away the most dominant driver in the field. Joey's never really had that time period. Joey isn't the flashiest driver in the cup garage. He's only had one crown jewel win in his entire career, that being the 2015 Daytona 500. He's only won five plus races in a year twice, coming in 2014 and 2015 where he won five and six races. So it's been seven years since he even won more than five races. And... He's never won a title under a full season format. Now, I know what people are going to say. That's not the format now. We have to deal with what we got. That is what it is. And I'm one of those people who say, woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, he's still a two-time champion. We can't take that away from him. But it does put a little bit into perspective. Like, throughout an entire year, you can never say Joey was really the best or the most dominant driver. But, so how is Joey, you know, you may be thinking to yourself, okay, you're, it sounds like you're contradicting yourself. You say Joey's a top 20 driver, but from what you read me just now, he shouldn't be considered a top 20 driver if he's never been the best driver all year. So how is he a top 20 driver? Well, to me, I think the best way to put someone in a pedestal is to compare them to another person or driver or whatever on that pedestal. And to me, one person we can honestly really compare Joey Logano to is Jimmy Johnson. Yes, comparing a two-time champ to a seven-time champ sounds crazy, but Joey Logano is in a lot of ways the modern Jimmy Johnson. 
He gets locked in early to the playoffs. Always Joey always wins early in the year. Joey, you know, Jimmy Johnson always starts off the years really hot. He kind of coasts during the mid-portion of the season during the summer stretch where you don't really notice that he's there. He's kind of just disappeared, and you kind of think, what happened to that 48 car? What happened to that 22 car? And then come playoff time, he kicks it into high gear. And you think to yourself, where has this team been all year? Now all of a sudden, they show up. And, folks, in the modern day of NASCAR, that's the recipe for success. Like, you don't always need to win five-plus races a year. You don't always need to have 23-plus top tens. You just need to show up when it matters. And Jimmy did that for 20 years, and Joey's been doing that really for the past five to six years. And Joey, like I said, he does this every year. Even the years he doesn't make the Final Four, besides 2017 when he missed the playoffs entirely. 2015, he probably should have made the Final Four. 2019, he was, I believe, one or two spots away from making it. Even in 2021, only one or two spots away from making it. And what's even crazier, folks, is that he's only 32 years old. The peak for most drivers is their mid to late 30s. So Joey hasn't even reached his statistical peak yet from an age perspective. But, listen, Joey has adapted to the modern NASCAR, in my opinion, to perfection. He's not the flashiest driver, he's not the most dominant, but he's there where it matters. And in the modern NASCAR, that's the recipe for success. And look, he's reaping the rewards. Two championships, 30 wins, 30 plus wins. And in my opinion, Joey Logano is, without a doubt in my opinion, a top 20 driver of all time. Alrighty, you guys know what time it is now. It is time for Race Weekend Ranking, sponsored by Johnny B's Barbershop. If you live in the South Florida area in desperate need of a haircut, head over to Johnny B's Barbershop on Davy Road Extension and Sterling Road. Rob, Johnny, Will, and the rest of the crew will not only give you the best haircut you've ever received, but a friendly atmosphere you do not get at any other barbershop or big barbershop chains. So head over to Johnny B's Barbershop on Davy Road Extension and Sterling Road and tell them that I sent you. So, we only got three races to rank again this week. We got, really, the NASCAR triple header at Phoenix Raceway, the championship weekend, crowning all three champions. So, without wasting any more time, let's begin. Kicking things off with number three and dead last on the list, I'm going to give it to the Cup Series race at Phoenix. Best moment for me, I'm going to give it to Joey Logano winning the championship. Dominated the race, he was untouchable for the most part, and... Listen, it's always good to have a champion crown. Joey Logano, with his performance, he was a deserving champion. Worst moment for me, kind of going to go into the best moment with us. It was a real championship fight. Chase had nothing for him. Chastain might have had something for him, but even then, he got as close as only two seconds. And Bell, he never really got to Logano as well. I mean, Bell had that pick strategy, but Joey just kept going away after that regardless. So... That was kind of disappointing. There really was no championship fight. At my WTF moment of the race, I'm going to give it to Ross Chastain spinning Chase Elliott. Look, it was the restart. Yeah, it was still with the 100 laps to go in the race, but Chase Elliott, I thought he was at fault there. He knew he was behind you, and he tried cutting him off kind of at the last second, and look, it's for the championship. You know Ross, of all drivers, is not going to back down. 
so it was kind of shocking to see. I remember watching on TV and I was like, oh, the nine car spawned, and then I was like, oh, it's Chaskin. Sounds about right. In fact, you know, door bumper clear, they say the I don't give an F tour for Ross Chastain. I said it reaches climax with that moment. So that's my WTF moment of the race, but you know, other than that, the race is pretty boring. I'm gonna give it a little bit of a better score, you know, just because of the gravitas of the championship, but this is a boring race, barely any passing. Yeah, Chastain makes it interesting, but other than that, nothing to write home about. So this is a race I'm gonna give a four out of ten. Really should be a three or two out of ten. Number two on the list, I'm gonna give it to the Truck Series race. For the best moment for me, I'm gonna give it to Zane Smith winning the title. He was dominant all year long, clear-cut the best driver, the best truck all year long, and a deserving driver getting a deserving championship. Worst moment for me, there wasn't really a moment of the race I say was particularly bad. Same thing with the WTF moment. There was never really a WTF moment of the race that stood out to me like with the cup race. So, it was a solid race, a good race, but you know, nothing that's going to, you know, stand out in the history of time. So I'm going to give this race a 6 out of 10. There can only be one number one. And that number one is going to go to the Xfinity Series race at Phoenix Raceway. Best moment for me, I was originally going to give it to the battle for the title, but knowing what we know now, I'm going to give it to Ty Gibbs winning the championship. Again, a lot of it is due to what happened with his father, so that does help him winning that championship, make it better, and that's why it's going to be the best moment of the race for me. It's, you know, it's a feel-good moment still regardless, you know, and... But what happened with his dad, I think it does make that championship a lot better knowing that Ty Gibbs won. Worst moment for me, I'll give it to the Sam Mayer crash. I mean, him and Sammy Smith were just battling, and then you know, Sam Mayer just got out of it. Really kind of just up and down here for Sam Mayer. Hopefully he can turn it around in the sophomore year. And my WTF moment of the race, I'm going to give it to the Triple Pit Road Blunder for Junior Motorsports. All three championship contenders messed up on their pit stops. You can't have that when you're for a championship, and I don't think they would have been able to catch the 54 regardless. I think it's just that much better, but I mean, if they knocked on that, maybe one of them would have had a shot towards the end. So that's my WTF moment. Also, for the fact that they just all three happened at the same time for the same team with the three drivers that are in contention. But again, going back to my race weekend rankings, number one, I have the Xfinity race at 8 out of 10, number two, I have the truck race at a 6 out of 10. And number three, I got the Cup Series race at a 4 out of 10. Those are your race weekend rankings sponsored by Johnny Lee's Barbershop. Alrighty, let's wrap up this episode with our verse of the week. I have a relatively interesting one here for the Motorsports Manual. So, here it is. From the Book of Penske, Chapter 12, Verse 22, our verse of the week is, The Captain Collects the Gold Two Times Over. Now, you might be thinking, what the hell does that mean? I saw a stat out there, and it's relatively interesting. This is the first time in history where I believe a owner has won the championship in both the Cup Series and an IndyCar. Because obviously, Will Power won the IndyCar championship earlier in the year, and now Joey Logano wins Roger Penske, which kind of shocked me when I thought about this. Only Roger Penske's third Cup Series championship. You thought he'd have more, especially because he's been in the sport for so many years. But here we are, you know, Roger Penske winning both championships in the same year, the first time that's happened in history. So there was a historical, you know, something historical 
for Joey Logano winning the championship. But again, our verse of the week, chapter 12, verse 22 from the Book of Penske, the captain collects the gold two times over. That's going to do it for this episode of the Motorsport Ministry. Thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. If you guys want to listen to all previous episodes of the Motorsport Ministry, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Amazon Music. You can find our entire back catalog on those major platforms. But once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time.